This is so exciting. I know. So I'm excited for you, this. This is our first ever podcast. I'm here with my business partner and bestie, Carla Mercer. Welcome to Faith in Business with Noreen, talking all things faith and business and bringing them together. Here's your host, Noreen Friedrich. Glad to have you. And so many facets of life, not just here (laughs) at this moment, but just in everything. So, you know, obviously I wanted to choose you to air uh, for the first podcast, mainly because you've been such an incredible part of, you know, my journey and uh, my life and friendship and, and all that good stuff. And, you know, we're now doing this business together and that's kind of where this thought and this desire to have a podcast really grew where, where it was born, you know, it was. Yes. Well, I'm super proud of you as, I mean, just for, I think you're like a trailblazer. Um, I was thinking about this on the way over, just have been a trailblazer in so many ways and have so much energy. Uh, I've done this business for so, so. <laughs> I, I just, I just fake it. <laughs> <laughs> done this business for a long time. And I've always thought of myself as a worker bee. You know, that's yeah. always been my mantra because that's why I've always worked on teams is because, oh, you know, the business is there. I'll work anybody under the table. I work all the time. I can do this. So it's been good because I think that it's good for me to be with you because then, you know, it gives me the courage a little bit to step out of my comfort zone to start things, Yeah, you know, to be the starter, to be the trailblazer. Well, and we're still not alone. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, because we have each other, we're still team oriented. It just sure. looks a little bit different than, you know, what we've experienced or, you know, what we, what we see in other teams and absolutely, um, which so was our goal, right? Yeah. That was our look, goal to look different. Yeah. 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 To be set apart, right. Yes. To be, to, that's what it means to be holy. It's to yes. be set apart. So for those who aren't in this area or who don't know a lot about us, um, that's what I really want to focus in on, uh, on this first podcast. So Carla and I are both in the real estate industry. Um, indeed are. <laughs> yes, we are. We are. Uh, Carla's been in it, like she said, for about 10 years. And I had been in it previously from 06 to 11, got out and then got back in in 18. And end of 2021, um, I broke away from the team I was currently with, uh, founded Crossroads Realty Group, which was really um, a spiritual thing for me, very God-led and, you know, faith-founded, faith-oriented. And then uh, Carla had gone a different direction. I did do that. Um, we worked together. Yeah, yes. We worked together first in the same same Gosh. company. And then? Then, yeah. Then uh, I just felt really uh, the need to be an independent. Uh, I'd always been on a team for so long. I felt really God-led by that. Like, I know what my heart, you know, what I wanted to convey to people that I worked with. And I wanted um, my team and my agency to convey. And I just felt like I needed... I needed to, to to break away and like do something separately. Um, I did that uh, for a while, but you know as well as I do, when I made that change and when I left, I was leaving you there, which was incredibly hard because uh, I just kept saying, "God, why?" You know, Noreen and I are finally working together. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, we have a heart for you. Her coming made me being here easier. Yet, I feel like I need to leave, and we just would say back and forth. I don't know why. You know, God is leading us on these separate paths right now. But I truly knew somehow we would end up uh, kind of back together doing this business. And here we sit today. And here we are. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I I have so many lunches, so many conversations, coffee dates. of Prayer. Yeah. A lot of prayer. A lot of why is this happening? We don't understand it. Like, God, how can this be your plan? This doesn't make sense because it doesn't make sense to us. Right. Um, Yeah. And and we were both kind of struggling with that same 
kind of the same thing in where we were, and it's not anything whatsoever negative toward where we were. It's no. just it was different, and we were different, and our visions and our goals were different, and God had a different plan for us, and that's really all it comes down to. I mean, sure. you know, I worked for family. Many that are listening and who know me know that. And I think, you know, so many people are like, oh my gosh, you know, we're small town. What happened? And all the gossip and it must be horrible. And it's like, you know what? Sometimes you're just called to go a different way. And it, it, I mean, it doesn't mean that it was easy. And, you know, we, and I both went through quite a bit during these processes of leaving and moving and deciding where we were going to go. But I think it really, the bottom line is it boils down to when God's calling you to do something, you have to be obedient to it. You do. And I think that is so, people that aren't believers, you know, that don't have Jesus, sometimes that's so hard to understand. And they want to make sense of why you left, right? Or they make want to make sense in their minds of why I made the decision I did um, to take a brief stint somewhere else. And then we joined together. But I think if my leaving, I would say to anybody was like, boy, that was a prayerful journey and a prayerful decision. And yeah. it was the easiest one I've made in real estate, honestly. So, but people that don't, understand that and don't have that relationship with God or, you know, don't feel the need to be obedient to those calls, they don't understand that. For me, again, that was one, you know, although, you know, it was tough and a a long decision made, we had a lot of conversation. There was a lot of prayer involved. Boy, when I knew that that's what God was calling to me to do, then I I did it. And for people that don't have that, they don't understand it. Yeah. You know, well, so I mean, they want an explanation that makes sense to yes. them. Yes. Right? Yes. I mean, heck, we do. You know, even right. when you and I were going through that, we're like, we don't get it. We want an explanation. Sure. We want a reason. Like, why are we not together? Why are we now going apart? I mean, so, but All in but God's even, timing, yes, right? Yes, not ours. <laughs> yes. And then it's even more so when you really don't understand because things are, I mean, it's it's hard as a Christian to not take things personally. But then when you don't understand, like you said, that relationship that somebody that God could be calling somebody to do something and it has nothing to do with that person or with that place or that thing. It's very difficult to understand because it's like, it's an offense to them on what did I do wrong? And what, you know, sure. and, and you know, you know, feelings I'm sure got hurt. And that that's the hardest part because when, you know, when I went into, to make, um, to say I was leaving that the company that I was with, you know, I was leaving friends behind, you know, those were people that I cherished and, to have to say I was quitting, although I again it was one of the easiest things I did. My heart hurt for them because I knew that they may not understand that decision. And even though I said, you know, hey, this was a prayerful decision, I'm just following what I think God is asking me to do. Um, if that falls on somebody's ears that doesn't understand, then you maybe they're blaming blaming themselves for me leaving. Yeah, maybe you know they're questioning you know why or whatever, and they just can't grasp it. And so that's been. A little hard for me, but again, just prayerfully trying to, to work through that. Yeah. And I will say, I mean, you know, you've had two moves yes. since we worked together. Yeah. And um, I've been alongside pretty much, you know, yeah. for both of yeah. those. And I can say without a question of a doubt that you, it was completely prayered out. It wasn't thought out. It was you prayed through every single step, every decision. There were no rash decisions that were made. And that was an inspiration to me too. And I, and I really think that that's where, um, I know during that time, my, my spirituality, my faith grew was because I had somebody who could understand who was going through, we were kind of going through the same, the same things together and struggling in that way. And it wasn't ever a, you know, a gossipy, oh, this is, let's talk about how terrible things are way. It was a, okay, we need to be praying through this and praying that either God fixes it 
God changes our heart or God guides us and tells us what we're supposed to do and then gives us the strength to do whatever that is, whether that's stay where we are or it's to move. Yes. Same for you. I know that that took so courage, but prayer, I think, you know, courage comes from knowing that God's on your side, right? And that you're answering the call from God. You know, when people, I'm sure, come to you now and say, well, like, wow, we can't believe you did that. Like, how were you able to do that? I mean, for us, sometimes it seems really crystal clear. Well, you know, I either didn't listen to God, which we know doesn't always work out so well. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I made, I left out and stepped out in faith because I know that's what God was asking me to do. And, and like you've said before to me, like I did this and man, I, I didn't quite know how it was going to go. I didn't know where I was going to go. I didn't know so many things, you know, but through prayer and being obedient, I mean, God has opened so many doors yeah. for you and now us together. And I just think this, one of my um, prayer prayer journals that I work through in the morning, it said, like, if you're doing always in work, in your home life, in your relationships, what glorifies God, if you're doing that, then you're going to see the fruits of that come to fruition. And with that, if you're always laying those down at his feet and being thankful for those, doors will continue to open for you if you're on the path God wants you to be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know it was the same thing for me, you know, going, okay, well, now you're over here. (laughs) you've left. Um, I'm, I'm still here. And, and it was, it was, you know, prayer is patience. You know, I mean, it's, we, we want, tell me, give me the answer right now. I need it right now. I can't do this anymore. I need an answer. Yeah. Um, and you know, through the months of, of praying and, you know, really trying to make sure that it was God and not me, you know, I mean, and, and I think everybody goes through that, that has a relationship with Jesus and they're forced to, you know, be in a position of making maybe a very difficult decision and going, okay, I need to make sure that this is you and this isn't me, you know, that's, that's deciding this. And, you know, it took, it, it took a long time, but then when it happened, like you said, I, I knew, I knew in that moment, it was like, I got hit with a sledge. I tell people that, you know, I got hit like with a sledgehammer, you know, where God was like leading me up to that point for so long. And I was, I was hearing him, but I wasn't quite ready to accept, you know, where he was taking me. Because I knew that there were going to be a lot of consequences and I knew that there was going to be a lot of hurt and I knew that it was going to create some turmoil. And, you know, who's ready to walk into that? Like, okay, God, let's, you know, let's walk straight into this storm. Yeah, straight into the fire. But when he hit me over the head with it, because that became my prayer. You know, I think I hear you. But if you really are asking me to do this, like, then you need to tell me. And there was that moment, a conversation that happened that, you know, it was very, very prominent that this was a spiritual battle. Yeah, I remember that so clearly. And I remember you calling me um, and I just said, uh, yeah, that's this is an attack. And um, I mean, boy, if it isn't more clear now than ever that this is something that you need to part yourself from or walk away from, then I don't know what is. And I think probably you needed that Yeah, to be able to say, you know, because you're not going to allow somebody to attack your faith. Yeah. And so that was probably the end all be all for you, I believe. Um, And I think God knew that's what you needed. Yes. Isn't it funny how God puts you in a position and you are like, I would have never done this unless he would have taken me out in this boat in the middle of this ocean, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and now I have to depend on him. And so you had to step out in faith and you had to do it because, I mean, you know, again, your faith was being attacked. So. Yeah, and I, and I and you're right. I mean, that's always been it for me. I mean, I have, you know, since being saved 10 years ago almost to the date, 
I don't want to say that it's boldness is new for me. I mean, even pre Jesus days, you know, if you can call it that growing up, I was always pretty bold. Like, you know, I wasn't going to take it if somebody was going to mess with me or mess with somebody else. I just, you know, right. that's, I was always that person. I, you can ask my parents. <laughs> it's very much like my father, like never one to hold back on my words. Um, you know, so that's always been a part of me. And then God, I truly believe God used that and and he knew and and when i found my faith i mean i did there were there were months when i was first saved and you know walked away from the church that i had grown up with where my you know dad or my family wouldn't necessarily talk to me because they didn't understand it um but i had to stand firm in that and that god's always been there for me in that sense and i think you're absolutely right that he knew he could do anything else but I was always going to have that doubt. But the second that my faith was questioned and I was ever being felt like I had to make a choice between proclaiming the name of Jesus or not and becoming one of the world. Yeah. Then, I mean, that was that was that was it for me. And, And I was able to look back just like you were. And, you know, because it was a process, it was a journey that you and I both went through and it was not a fun process for either of us. I mean, gosh, it was, no. it, and it usually isn't. It can be excruciating. You feel like you're in that desert and you're walking straight into the fire, but then you can look back and go, oh my gosh, that was the easiest decision. Just like you said, that was the easiest decision I ever made because sure. I know it was from God. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can get yourself so worked up about thinking about what the consequences on earth, right, from yeah. these people are going to be when I say this or I make this decision or I go in to quit and I say why I'm leaving. I think what you really have to I kept having to remind myself really this isn't about them this isn't about them this really isn't about me yeah. you know this is about God and what I feel like I'm being called to do and I really think we've just scratched the surface like of what what we God has set in motion for us we're real just real estate no that's not I don't even think that's his plan you yeah. know I think it's his plan but I think there's so much more I just feel like boy we've got to stay open to that too yeah. you know and I, meeting people through this business hopefully touching their lives or, you know, glorifying God through this business. So I think that was our original goal. And when our ideas aligned like that, and we were just wanting to make real estate different in this area. Um, And I I hope we're doing that daily. You know, we are striving to do that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, that, I mean, you know, crossroads and, and there's, you know, there's a reason for that obvious, like, I think there's the obvious, you know, and then there's crossroads. I mean, I, I feel like there's so many different aspects of that name and, and just so that we can kind of backtrack on the name a little bit. So Carla and I yeah, were in, uh, yeah, we're in a life group together on Wednesday mornings and Carla's daughter is a part of that. And, you know, a, a pastor of our church is a part of that. And um, a lot of other women uh, from different ages and different backgrounds, you know, mom, single. And uh, I, when I was made this decision to make the move and I'm like, okay, I need a, I need a, I need a name. I need something. And, you know, we all sat there and, and kind of brainstormed and right. it was your daughter, Maddie, who said, yes. well, what about Crossroads? And it just, it hit me so hard. Cause I'm like, it means so many different things. I mean, Absolutely. you know, when somebody is buying or selling, you're usually at some point a crossroads in your life. I mean, it could be something as simple as, Hey, you, you know, just got married and you need that first time home or, Hey, now we have kids and we need something bigger or, Hey, now we're empty nesters and we want to downsize or, you know, we've lost a job and we have to sell or we're being relocated or I'm going through a divorce. I mean, there's just so many different things that you and I see through this business that you are at a crossroads of your life when you're doing that. And so it it means, you know, and obviously I, I, you know, having the word cross in there and then our logo is, you know, is a mixture of a cross and what looks like roads. 
and so it was just, again, one of those things that, you know, when, when God called me to this and then everything just kind of started falling into place and that's sure how he works. Like I, when I walked away, I'm like, I have zero idea <laughs> if I am going to fall flat on my face and yeah. this is never going to work and I'm going to go find myself back in corporate again or, you know, panicked on what I'm going to do. But I'm still one of those people. And I've always been one of those people that one, if God's calling you to do it, then you absolutely have to do it. And you just have to have the faith and trust that he's going to carry you through it. Right. Um, but also too, like, I'd rather say, let's try it. Then what if I would have and not obeyed that calling? And I, I mean, I've done that not often where God has asked me to do something. I mean, even if it's something as simple as talking to somebody and when I've not done it, I don't like that feeling. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't no, want to do get that. that nudge from God and you don't <laughs> obey it. And man, I tell you what that resonates. It just like nags you and nags you and nags you. Yeah. yeah. I think that, you know, your faith definitely had to come into play with this for sure. Because when you stepped out in it, and I think, you know, it's not always going to be easy. And we haven't always had it easy. Things have fallen through that we thought were going to happen for us. We thought this big door was going to open and here we go. Um, and then it shuts. But I think for us, we have to say in that moment, and what we try to do in that moment is be like, okay, God, what are you teaching us? You know, what are yeah. you showing us through this? Not why did this happen? You know, I thought it was this. I wish it was this. I mean, you have to quickly go, you know, that was us thinking, right? That yeah. wasn't God's plan and to move on. And I think it's, you know, gosh, it's so much easier to have when you have Jesus. Yeah. You know, yeah. because when you don't and you're trying to navigate life, business life, whatever it may be, and those things are happening, you so many things are going through your head. What did I do wrong? You know, on and on and on, like so many questions. But when you can just lay it at the feet of Jesus and go like, okay, well, that wasn't your plan for us. Yeah. Are we disappointed? Yeah, but guess what? You have something better in store. That's right. Yeah. Well, and I'm so, I mean... I beyond thankful for you for so many reasons, but that's one of the, one of the things that I've loved the absolute most is truly having a partner, you know, and not just a partner in business, but a partner in fellowship, a sister in Christ that, you know, we can keep each other in check. And we have, you know, like oh, yeah. we, you probably more so toward me than I have to toward you because oh, you're, you're, yeah. you're like everybody that talks about Carla, they're like, oh my gosh, that woman, I just love her. And and you are like, you are, you, you do, you have a, you have a presence about you and you, you carry a joy and you, anybody that encounters you and knows you can feel that about you. And something I'm just so unbelievably thankful and feel so blessed for is that I have you in those moments, like when we're making, and, and I mean, the, I think the particular instance you're talking about, not, I mean, not that there's only been one, but the so one that many. I, that my mind is going to is like, you and I both were like, yep. Let's do this. It's going to happen and we're going to make it happen and it's going to be great. And it's and it's this big door. And then all of a sudden we both kind of stopped and looked at each other and we're like, wait a minute. Is this this is us. We're pushing yes. this. We're, we're, this are you feeling feel God? Right. Is Jesus speaking to you about this? Because I'm not really feeling it. Uh, yeah, I think we got a little prideful. Yeah. You know, yeah. and we, we let our pride get a hold of us. And gosh, you know, I mean, we are proud of this business. Right. Um, and we are proud of what we do and we want to serve our community. Um, but we, yeah, we, we got a little prideful and started trying to make big decisions without praying about them. And I think God shook us up a little bit, you know, and just said, you know, the minute, uh, I don't, do we want to talk about it or, I mean, yeah, I mean we were yeah. making it, yeah, making this decision to, to be in a, in a bigger office in a more prime location with more visibility, you know, all that good all stuff. All the bright, shiny things. All the bright, shiny things. <laughs> and I stood at the front and just looked over that building you know just a like an just a whole took in the whole 
idea of that space. And I just said, and I'm not a person that I don't think gets anxious very often. And I said, this, this gives me anxiety. And I mean, that's not even my nature. No. But it was like something was off. And I think it was because we, we were hurrying and we were rushing and we were thinking how cool it would be to have that prime location and we would be so more visible and blah, 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 blah. It was never like, you know, we needed to slow down. God was like, slow down. Um, this is this isn't it. And I think you too. Then you started questioning, had so many questions, you know, and yeah. uh, it wasn't God was shutting that door and it hurt a little mm-hmm. because yeah. it's kind of like the excitement just went Whoa. wham. <laughs> yeah, it hurt a little bit. But that was a, then it was like, what are you teaching me through this? Yeah. And it was what it was, you know, refocus It was yeah. to refocus on on what we're doing and which is just serving our community. Right. And hopefully you know, God showing who we are in, yeah. in God's eyes while we're doing that. And we didn't need that. Definitely. Yeah. Thing and, us, well, and like you, know, you said, I mean, if you don't mind sharing like what, you yeah. know, God spoke to you through that. Cause I mean, you were, right. cause we like, we're kind of on crunch time of having to make a decision and you and I were riding together yes. um, to an event that morning. And it was kind of like a, we got to tell this person, you know, are we doing yeah. this or not? And you had been praying that morning. I and, had been, I had been praying that morning and I had been uh, just praying and writing down pros and cons and thoughts because, you know, you know, a, another agent was involved in this decision making, too. And, you know, I know it was important to her, too. And she's a friend, you know, and she's somebody I respect highly in this business. And and so it just God kind of spoke to me and it was like this building doesn't define who you are. Yeah. You know, this this is not defining who you are. I'll get a little choked up over this because it was like, wow, Um God is is really, you know, I'm speaking to me today and I I just had to say that this is not this is not defining who we are as agents. Who we are as agents is, you know, what we put out there to our people and how we serve them. And so that really I felt strongly about that and when I shared that in a text message that day, uh the other agent involved in this decision making immediately I mean, I think it it touched her heart. It spoke to her too and then the decision was made that it wasn't for us to move on. And I, I'm i just so happy I spent that morning so in tune with what God was trying to tell me to do or ask me to do. And I thought this may not be in favor of everybody here, but I have to say to say how I feel. I have to really say what I think God was saying to me that morning. So, And yeah. when you did, again, you know, I like I knew it was God by the way that all three of us responded to it. You know, I mean— I wasn't sure if there was if there was going to be, you know, a, a little bit of a pushback. I didn't. And it sure. was immediately just like, OK, then we're not then we're good. We, we, we're not doing it. And, you know, like that's just that's just God. That's that's how Absolutely. God works. Like, hey, I'm giving you this message and all I'm asking you to do is relay this message and then you let me handle the rest. We After I said that, I think it, we all felt I felt so unified. It was like a piece of like. Maybe everybody was thinking it a little bit in our own minds, but when I felt like God really laid that on my heart to say that, it just really, I, I don't know, I felt all of a sudden like, whew, a very sense of calm, like, okay, we're all on the same page now. Yeah. We're not going to do it. Let's move on to something else. God has something bigger and better in store for us. Yeah. Yep. I love it. I mean, I, I remember that all clearly. You know, when I, I want to be clear with, you know, people that are listening, especially in this area, people that we service, uh, you know, we're not here to shove Jesus down your throat. You know, are we a Christian-based company? Yes, we absolutely are. That is who we are. We are Christians. Um, Jesus is the forefront of um, how we define ourselves. And 
who we look to. He's the source. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And, you know, that's, that is how we want to base our business. That's how we want to base our decisions. If, you know, I was, I was told uh, numerous times by, you know, different people, not just in the real estate world, you need to, you need to be cautious. You know, you need to be cautious about sharing your faith. You're going to lose business. You're going to push people away who aren't Christians or who don't, you know, who, who, who don't feel that. And, you know, to that, I would say um, that would make me really sad if that is what would hold somebody back from wanting to hire me, you know, hire me because of my skills uh, and because I'm here to do the best that I can for you and work, do the best job and take care of you. It is a very big decision when you're moving, whether, you know, it's an emotional decision or in financial decision, there's a lot going on there. And so I'd, I'd hope that you would use us because of us being skilled and good at what we do. Right. But I would also say if it bothers people that much that that's who we are, then we're not meant to work together and God's going to, you know, and that's okay. And that's okay. And that's okay. And I think, you know, us following his call to do something and be bold about who we are in our faith in this business, um, I know that he will supply for our needs. You know, I know that. And you and I both know that this business is a roller coaster ride. And when you're busy, you're too busy. And when you're slow, you're too slow. (laughs) But I think having the faith that we do, it certainly gets you through the too slow of times, right? And it also gets you through the too busy of times when you think your head is spinning off your shoulder. <laughs> and and because we're Christians, doesn't mean we don't have the experience to serve you in a capacity that any other realtor does. Exactly. Yes, we just, we're set apart. We love Jesus. And I think that we talk about that very openly. And I think it makes it better, us better at what we do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and hopefully that's the reflection. You know, just yes. just in how we even treat how we treat people. How we treat people um, for sure. And, and it is important as a Christian that if you're going to do a job, to do it well. You know, what I mean, and Absolutely. so I think that ties into it too. Just just people knowing that, hey, you know, hire us for our skill, and you know, I mean, hopefully you're also hiring us because of who we are, and you can tell that we're set apart. But yeah, yeah I mean, that made me think. This makes me think a little bit of uh, that. Uh, Bible study we were doing with the owner, uh, the book that we were reading. Yeah, Worldwide Technologies. World, or, yeah, Jim yeah, Cavanaugh, mm-hmm. the owner, and how he um, based this whole huge Fortune 500 company now um, off of his faith and off of the Bible. And it's like doing business by the good book. And so, you know, you can be successful and you can be a good business person and still all of those things can go hand in hand with loving Jesus and being a Christian. And I think you can incorporate those too. And I think you can be better for it. Yeah. So, yeah, no, absolutely. hundred percent. What I mean, so, so for you, if there was one thing that you could encourage somebody um, with, you know, whether that's in real estate specific or just business in general, I mean, is there one thing that, you know, you have a platform to say, this is what I want you to hear today. Do you have anything like that that jumps out at you? Oh my gosh! I just think um, in our in our business in real estate specifically, I have always my clients come first. It is um, you know it's funny because people talk about their numbers all the time, and you you know this about yeah. me, Noreen. Yeah. <laughs> I I have no idea. Even I don't think where to go to look at my numbers to look at anybody else's numbers. It doesn't. Not that it doesn't matter. I put, you know, I have a family to raise, yeah. right? I have college have goals, to pay for. Simple, I have yeah. goals, yeah. yeah. But I know this. I'm going to work hard for everybody, right? I am going to do my best for everybody that God puts in my path. So for me, it's just being of service to your clients, being available, whether they're buying a $10,000 lot yeah, 
for a million dollar home. And I, I've always done that. You know, I've treated everybody the same. Yeah. Uh, I've given that service to every single person that comes across my path or try to. So in this business specifically, I would say you need to adopt that because at the end of the day, all of all of that adds up anyway, right? right. And if your people um, love you because you sold them a $10,000 lot, they're going to run out and tell everybody how great you treated them and, and how you took time for them, you yeah. know, just to make that sale. Uh, so that would be my best bit of advice as far as real estate is concerned. Yeah, um, so just treat everybody fairly yeah, and, and so good. you know, serve your clients well. And each other. I mean, you and know, that's other. why like as, you know, as we have, you know, that's kind of our our tagline, you know, for Crossroads Realty Group is stronger together. You know, we have them on our shirts. We have them on sweatshirts. We have, you know, because we are stronger when, when you are unified. You know, we're stronger not just together as team leaders and business partners um, or as you know, our Crossroads Realty group and our team members or, you know, we we can all be stronger together and better together as colleagues in this industry. You know, I mean, Absolutely. and I think this and, and I think this is pretty well nationwide that, you know, it is it's sales. It's a form of sales. It's it, it can be very cutthroat. You know, any any kind of sales industry can be cutthroat because it's commission based. And so I think so many people and it's it's hard not to right. I mean and, and we're human. So it's very hard to not let, you know, the next paycheck or the money or whatever get the best of you and get so wrapped up in that that you're willing to do whatever it takes to win that listing or to steal that buyer or, you know, whatever it is, um, or to, you know, to double dip, you know, because that's because we can do that here with dual agency. Real estate talk for those of you that, you yes. know, that know and those that you don't, that's okay. Don't worry about it. And I think, you know, I, I think that's where you and I especially, where we were looking at how we wanted to form this and how we wanted to, the culture that we wanted to instill and create was let's be different, not just with our clients, not just with who we are with being open about our faith, but let's be different in how we treat other agents Absolutely. and always welcome other agents. Let's be willing to share our secrets. Let's be willing to share what's working for us. Let's be willing to to talk and and not pick and choose, you know, who's going to win a bidding war based off of if we like you or not, or, you know, right. I mean, let's, let's do what's in the best interest of our clients. And like, if we just all, you know, get like, if everybody just knew Jesus, right, had, <laughs> the world would be another place. Like, if we all just Zach Williams' <laughs> words, if we had a little more up there, down yeah, here, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Gosh, exactly we were at right. that concert last night. I had to put that in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I think that so was good. a major goal for us, and part of our driving force in doing this together was that, like, changing the face of real estate in this area. And yeah. we we've said that to each other so many times. Um, you know, because it can get catty and it can get um, ridiculous. You know, there can be a great divide in a very small town. Mm-hmm. And it, it just it seemed really so petty and s- silly to me um, when I, I've always had the mentality to surround myself with people that were smarter than me. Yeah, I will tell my girls um, it's OK to be the dumbest person in the room. I know That's it right. sounds silly but because you learn so much from people and I've, I've acquired the ability to listen in this job. Um, you don't always have to be speaking, listen, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and I think that I can learn so much from other realtors in other agencies. And yesterday we did that, got to sit down with somebody and have lunch and just have a relaxing visit with an, an agent in a, in a, in a different agency. And we're friends, yeah. right? So that's what you do. And, and you have to sometimes set that aside. We talked business. You were giving some of your ideas from your new coaching adventure with yeah. this um, coach. And 
she was cheering you on, which was, it's just so awesome to see. So that's the way it should be with everybody. That's yeah. how it should be. There's enough business out there that's right. yep. for, for all of us. Yep. And it doesn't mean, you know, it, it doesn't feel good to win sometimes. Listen, you're in a bidding war and it feels good to win. Um, and I just, but I just think if we present ourselves that way, this is exactly what God has in store for us to do, right? Mm-hmm. Change the face of real estate. I, I just believe that it's going to be contagious. Yeah. And it's not going to stop with us. And I think it'll grow. And gosh, I can't wait. You know? Well, and that's the prayer. You know, and I, and I right. truly feel like that's what God called us to this for. Is, you know, it's more than just selling a bunch of homes and making a bunch of money to, and, you know, supporting our family. It's, it's, it, the picture is bigger. And, and I think that, that right there, what you said, you know, cause that is what we constantly said to each other. We want to change the face of real estate. We want God to use us to change the face of real estate. And I think that's more of what it, of what that looks like, at least in my mind, you know, or in my For heart sure. is um, to be able to unify and, and get back to like, Hey, let's unify as opposed to divide because I felt like it was getting to a point and I don't know if this was just me or maybe it was just my spirit that you know God was it was heavy of like stepping back and going like oh my gosh like I just feel like it, it's a constant battle with the agents and in, in, in our area and it's don't like this person and don't like this enemies, person and this, enemies. yes so enemies crazy. this person's doing great or I need to you know, I need to beat out this person or I'm desperate. So I'm going to do, you know, things that I shouldn't do or unethical things. And I mean, you know, it, it's just going, we want to, we want people to go, okay, let's take a step back. And like you said, it's fantastic. Everybody should have great goals. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with striving to be the best at something. There, there's nothing, nothing wrong. wrong with that. As long as you're doing it with integrity and with morals and ethics, and you can truly be proud of what you've accomplished uh, and rest your head at night, you know, rest and your head. Yeah. That's what I'll say. If you can, you know, if, if yes, if you can lay your head on your pillow at night and, and sleep well with your actions. And I, I do think I see more and more now uh, people willing to, you know, people wanting to have lunch with us or people wanting to do something with us more so than before. I think also sometimes when you get, you get caught up in that, you may not even know the other person, right? That is, you're not supposed to be talking to because you're with this agency and you're, and it's crazy. Once you have a conversation, you're like, really, it wasn't about you at all. Yeah. You know, I do see more and more people being willing to, to come together as, as real tours, right? Gosh, how much power could we have? I mean, there's so many, and these are hard work. Some of the hard work is working people yeah, I have ever met are realtors. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the power that we could have unified is amazing. And I think we need to take advantage of that. Yeah. The platform that you could have to do good. Yes. Could be amazing. Yes. And I, you know, this kind of all ties in too, you know, when you talk about, cause you know, we're, we have, you know, significant others, we have children, we have, you have grandbabies, you know, right. we have lives and, and we are, I mean, the, like you said, real estate agents are some of the hardest working people that are out Absolutely. there because it, it never, it never ends. I mean, you, it, it can be from, if you allow it to be, it can be from seven in the morning to midnight or later. I mean, it can, it can consume you. It can really suck you in. And then when you start to idolize it and idolize busyness and idolize being the greatest and working the hardest and everything else goes on the back burner. I think for you and I, that was something where we both were like, listen, great. If that's who you are, good for you. But we want to put God first and we want to put our family second and then we want to do real estate. And that doesn't mean putting our clients on the back burner. It means 
if we're not filling ourselves and filling our cup, absolutely, we can't pour out into our clients and their families because we'll be sucked dry. And then we're not good for anybody. No. And I, you know, what you spend your time thinking about, what you spend your time doing, those that's what you worship. Yes. And when, you know, take a look at your day. And, and the majority of your day is spent doing what, you know? And so I think you have to reel it in a lot of times. Well, we, we both do. We have to reel it in a lot of times and, and step back because you're right. We busy ourselves, right? And we're so busy and so caught up. The day can be a blur sometimes, an absolute blur. And I say, you know, you have to fill yourself up. And I, I try to layer that because, man, going out, just getting in your car and leaving, that's you got to put on the full armor of God, you know? And I layer that with... All day, we're in and out of our cars, you know, so I have my worship music going, right? I'm praying nonstop, you know, then you, you in the morning, you get up, you do a daily devotional. You just got to layer, yeah. continue to layer that because you're going, you're going, stepping out into the real world. Um, and I think that that comes out, though, what you're putting in yourself all day long, that comes out when you're meeting with your clients and, and that's how you stay full. You know, that's how you have to stay full and you, and God said rest. Sometimes you need to rest, you know? Yes. And I think that's what I would say, like, to clients, you know, people who aren't in the real estate industry, who don't know or understand. I mean, obviously, we, every agent, this doesn't just go for myself or for Carla or for us as a team. I mean, every realtor who is doing this and they're in it full time, um, it's because they have a heart for it and they have a passion for it and they enjoy what they do. Have to. Otherwise, they have you, to. you wouldn't Nobody survive. Would, you would not subject <laughs> yourself to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, I, I, I want to say to people, you know, Yes, you know, it is it is a heart and we strive because it's a reflection on us if we're not taking care of you, if we're not helping you, you know, through the transaction and holding your hand. You know, of course, it's a reflection on us. So we take it to heart and we want to make it an easy process. I don't think there's one agent that would disagree with any of that. But what I would say is, you know, keep in mind when you're working with your realtor, or you're working with your you know, lender or you're working with anybody in, in any industry. It doesn't matter what industry it is. I know like we live in a in a society and a time of of the world where it's instant gratification. So fast paced. So fast paced. Like just remember that, you know, all of those people are people, too. And they also have lives. They will get back with you. Now, I, I get that sometimes there's, you know, issues where, you know, maybe somebody isn't doing that on a consistent level. Um, but just keep in mind that, you know, we, we're people too, and we have to sometimes just say, hey, I got to shut it off. I'll get back to you. Um, I was on a panel recently, and somebody actually brought up a story about a, an agent that used to have his, his voicemail uh, message when somebody would call him and get his voicemail would say, if this is an emergency, please hang up and dial 911. <laughs> <laughs> well, if this is a real estate matter, great. please leave me a message and I'll get back with you when I can. And I'm that's, like, that's great. oh, my gosh, that's because it's true. You know, and, and I and I say that a lot like, you know, doctors have their hours and lawyers have their hours. And, you know, there are a lot of occupations out there. You know, you call something and it's, hey, we're 830 to five. And after five, you're not getting them. And it can be frustrating. But like, keep just keep in mind, you know, and be respectful. And right. obviously we, you know. So many of us, because we take it to heart, we're working nonstop. But well, and I, you know, it's one of the biggest purchases in somebody's life. Yeah. And and when somebody is, you know, calling me, trying to text me at two a.m., uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, you have to keep that in mind. And and there's times, sometimes away, I'm awake, and sometimes I answer that call or that text. But on the other hand, you're right. I will often say, and sometimes we'll say this to each other: We aren't saving somebody's life today. This isn't, you know, this isn't. We're not performing a life-saving surgery. This isn't, yes, isn't important. Yes. You know, yes, we will 
always do our best for our clients. But yes, keep in mind, we are people too, because it's, it does get a little tough. But again, I, I do think we all are very punctual about, you know, we know how important yes. that is to people. We know what a big purchase this is. We know that um, emotions run very high mm-hmm. when people are buying and selling their home. And um, I, we joked the other day um, about needing um, your psychology degree for this yeah. job, right? We <laughs> right. just did yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ran into a girl that was getting her psychology degree, and and we were like, "Wow, that would not be a bad idea at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would possibly qualify you for yes. for the peaks and valleys of this job." <laughs> or you just, or we just cling to the wisdom, Absolutely. the wisdom that God gives us, because I ain't going back to school. <laughs> I'm not have no desire. No desire. But I think I think that's a great message even for agents too, for other listeners who are in this industry or, you know, who aren't who have who have trouble with time blocking and time management and they feel like they're drowning all the time is to go give yourself permission, give yourself a break, whatever that looks like for you. If you have to set hard boundaries for yourself, set those hard boundaries. You know, I I've set some hard boundaries for myself after a while, after, you know, in the busiest of busiest seasons of getting, you know, messages. I mean, 5 a.m., some, you know, like you said, 2 a.m., you know, and it's different when it's email, but, you know, when you're getting text messages and it's five text messages before the sun's coming up. And I used to feel when I first got into it because I felt like I had something to prove and I felt like I didn't have a choice. I had to get back to these people because if I didn't, then, you know, something bad would happen. And so I put a lot of stress and pressure on myself and that immediately set my tone for the day. And it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good look for me. It wasn't, wasn't a good, good tone. So, you know, I, that's when I had to have some hard boundaries for myself of, you know, and I'm not saying that it's all the time, but I try to stick pretty, pretty much to, I'm not looking at my phone or I'm not responding to messages until 830 on the dot. And, you know, now obviously there's exceptions to that rule. If, you know, there's an emergency or, you know, something, there's supposed to be a closing or whatnot. Uh, you know, obviously there's exceptions to that rule. And, and I, and I, base what I do off of that situation. I mean, if it's desperate, then yeah, I'm not going to say, oh my gosh, this person can't get in and I'm just going to wait until 830. But I, but a lot of times it's things that I'm like, that can wait, you know, it, it can wait. I need to, I need to do my morning. I need to have my me time. Um, and so I say that to anybody who's in the business world that you feel like you're drowning. Like you got, you got to make that time for yourself. You got a time block. Sure. And how, how well are you going to come across to somebody, right? Yeah. If you haven't had time to even process anything. You know, I, I always say like when you're running thin, you're, you're being, nobody's getting the best of you. That's right. If you've yeah. ran yourself thin, nobody is getting the best of you. You're not the best mom. You're not the best daughter. You're not the best realtor. You're not the best friend, not the best partner. Um, so you have to, you do have to take time um, to fill yourself up. Yeah. For me, uh, one of our wise godly friends told me every day you have to get in the word before before you do anything else, that just has to be the way that it is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when things are chaotic and it's super early, for me, that's blurring worship music. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't have this time to sit down and, and be in the Bible at that moment. Um, or maybe I get up exceptionally early to do that. But I do always try to, to do that, to get my mind right, mm-hmm. you know, before my day starts and before I start being bombarded with calls and emails and putting out fires and answering a thousand questions, you know. Yeah. Um, you have to arm yourself and be ready for that. And I think if I'm doing that, I'm such a just a nicer person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I will admit, I will be the first to admit that I am not a I'm not a morning person. I'm I'm not. I have yeah. prayed and I have prayed and I know what the Bible says about God early, changed me. you know, like early morning people and you know the early bird gets the worm and all this stuff. And I like I know I know how important it is. Um, but I'm and I'm not and I keep praying for it. I keep like asking you shall receive. So I'm still waiting. But that's that's why like if I don't have kind of a hard line to have a little bit of that time sure. on my own, especially between, you know, getting kids out the door for school and and then by the time that's done, if I'm immediately on my phone, I, I, it's not it's not going to be. Well, it's not going to be. Good. Also, we're on our phones late a lot of times too. You know, like I am more of a night person as well. And you know, we could be working, whether it be writing contracts or putting in a listing. I mean, until the wee hours of the morning. Sometimes I don't not even get into bed until morning. Right. Yes. yes. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm not a morning person either, but <laughs> I did my best. We did. <laughs> best. But you're a you're an amazing person. Oh, and that's all that matters. That's all matters. <laughs> so I am going to be asking, you know, each uh, each podcast. I, I'm really interested because I think this, I think this speaks so much to individuals. You know, a, a life verse. You know, or a favorite verse. And you know, I know we have one kind of jointly mm-hmm. as a business. I don't know if you have another one that you cling to all the time that you'd like to share. Oh my gosh, yeah, so many. I was honestly just w- looking through verses earlier today, but, you know, initially, you know, mine was just, you know, earlier earlier in uh, my life, you know, I was going through a tough divorce and gosh, man, I don't, I don't w- wish that on my worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And uh, sh- she is clothed in, clothed in strength and dignity and laughs without fear of the future. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, that just was my cloak, man. I clung to that. Uh, and I, you know, I do that sometimes too. Sometimes when you feel not good enough or you don't have enough to go of yourself to go around, you know, I, I will, I will often say that to myself, you know, over and over, just to remind myself of that. Of course, there's just, you know, on and on so many. Proverbs 31, Proverbs 31 woman. Yeah. Yes. That, yeah. that, and that's why I like asking lot. people because, you know, so many scriptures and everybody has a different reason, a different, you know, reason that that's become kind of their their go-to, their cling, you know, clinging life scripture. When, you know, even in, in this business, when things get so hurried and rushed and you don't have enough to go around, I mean, I do. I mean, I just have to tell myself that, you know, and and I maybe I, I think of it differently, like, you know, being clothed in dignity, like, you know, you know, you, you do you want to present your best foot forward. You want to be, especially as an agent, like be an ethical, right? Yeah. Looking out for your clients always in my personal life, you know, and then laughing at the face of laughing at the future. It's like, wow, it's because it just God can take that weight off of you. Yeah. And you're able to just have joy. Mm -hmm. And that is kind of when I would say that to myself. I mean, that is the image that it portrayed to me, you know, being strong with God on my side and then having joy in my life. Yeah. So good. So, so good. I love I love that. I actually had done a study on that. It was amazing. I mean, the Proverbs yeah. 31 woman, so that's a great one. Yeah, and then we have for our, you know, kind of our team, uh, and this started, this started before. I mean, I even broke off. I, and I don't know, I don't know if you remember that. You may have not been attending the life group at that time, but, because uh, it was, it was months before, and I was going to have some big canvases made. Yes. And I was like, okay, I know I want a scripture on there because when I'm at my desk, I want to be able to just look over and, you know, just ha- have it there and have it like in my face. And I, there, I was in between a couple 
And so again, you know, went to my life group ladies, cause I'm like, I'm in between both of these. God's speaking both these to me. I can't do them both. I need to make a decision and landed on Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm-hmm. And you know, at the time so I, I loved it, you know, I, I loved the scripture, but I was like, I mean, I don't know. It wasn't like a big, this is applying to me right now. It was just a, okay, this is, you know, it's, it's a great scripture. And, and then, you know, I had these things made and I would look at them every day. And then as things started to kind of, you know, shift and go get harder, I remember I would just sit there and I'd take a, take a quick second and I'd look at them and, you know, for, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope in a future. And I would just keep rereading that. And I would read it slower and I would just read it and read it. And that was the one that just got me through everything. Like, I already know the plans that I have for you. You don't know them and you don't need to know them. I know them. And it's not to harm you. It's it's to give you that hope. Um, It's to give you a future. That's my promise to you. I mean, it's in his word. That's in his promises are true. And you know, that I just had, I clung to that so dearly through the process of, of right. the shifting and the moving and, and he did, you know I mean? And he, he did a hundred percent and I still like, it, it was just such a God thing because now that, that scripture just, I mean, pops it, up everywhere, everywhere. And it, and, it, and, it, and it, I mean, and it has for like, for the last year, you know, this has been going on for about a year and a half yeah. now that um, Crossroads was founded. And then you came over about what, seven, six, seven months ago, I guess, September-ish. Yes, time flies when you're having fun. I, October, I don't, yeah. yeah I, yes, about I don't then. Even know when it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I just, I remember, you know, I had an open house and somebody, you know, for my, for my new office that I had opened and somebody brought me a card and I'm reading the card after the fact, if everything's gone. And sure enough, that scripture's written in there. And then, you know, another like month after that, I, some girl that I know was uh, mailing out scripture stickers and the, the sticker itself was, you know, second Corinthians, but in the card, she had Jeremiah 29, 11 written out. And I'm like, well, why is Jeremiah written out right. when you're sending me, you know, a Corinthian sticker? Yeah. Um, and so it's just, it, you know, concert last night. You know, he brings oh up gosh. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Right. Um, friend here at, at church, you know, I was telling her the story about kind of how this happened for me and how God moved with that scripture. And she was like, oh, my gosh, you know, two weeks later. And I, I mean, chills all, all over my body right now. But, you know, she was like. Oh my gosh, this is crazy, Noreen. I ordered this sweatshirt, That's right. you know, like two months ago yeah. and it was from China. So it, you know, took forever to come in and she's like, but you, you're supposed to have this. And sure enough, a scripture with, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11 on it. And so, you know, that's why, like, I'm excited to ask every guest, like, what sure. is, like, what is your scripture that you hold on to? I mean, obviously there's so many scriptures. There's so many, you know, other, other scriptures that cling to, you know, periodically or um, are on my heart or, you know, God will reveal to me what's something specific that I'm going through. But, but I want people to know, like, that is our, like, Crossroads Realty Group. That is kind of what we're really founded on. And, and it's so fitting for the clients that we encounter. Oh, absolutely. You know, whatever yeah. you're going through, he already knows the plans because moving can be scary. Whether, you know, again, whether if you have kids and your kids don't want to move or they're upset or, you know, it's that's where you raised your family and it's emotional and now you're, it's, you know, doesn't mean it's bad, new and exciting things and, you know, bigger house or whatever it is or, you know, different location and it's an adventure. Like he already knows the plans. He already knows that if you're, if you're going through, are we supposed to take this job and relocate? Or are we not? Like he already knows your plans. Rest in that sit in that. Yes, rest in that. And and I think that's why when you can rest in that and you believe in that, right? Things seem less scary. You know, there's just they they bring hopeless situations into hopeful situations. So 
I think, again, that's been our, God keeps nudging us with that verse, right? You say you see it a lot. Last night when, of course, at the concert it came up, it was like, we hear you. Yeah. Yeah. And being able to stand firmly on the promises, you know, mm-hmm. what a, what a relief yes. to know Jesus. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And I'm excited. I'm so excited to see what he's, I mean, he's already done so much and I'm just so excited to see what he's going to continue to do and how he's going to use, you know, the two of us uh, separately and together just to, you know, hopefully it's not about growing real estate necessarily. I mean, yes, you know, we'd love to love, you know, obviously that's, that's what we want to, um, portray. That's what we want people to know about us is this is who we are. You know, we, uh, we welcome anybody. You don't have to be a, a Christian. We, we welcome you because we love everybody, but we, you know, we are, we want people that are ready to, you know, walk alongside with us and have the same, uh, again, doesn't have to necessarily be Christianity, but has, has the same, uh, mentality and desire to do the right thing and be a good person. Well, and somebody that believes in the culture we do, yes, right. That wants to be stronger together, that wants to, to, you know, change the face of real estate, that wants to, you know, have some unity in this business to do good yeah, for good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, girl. Oh, I love you so love much. You too, let's go ahead and let's, let's kick it, kick it off or kick it, end it, I guess. Yeah. Kick end it with prayer. Kick end it. Yeah. Kick end it with prayer. Uh, I'll pray first and then you want to close good. it out? Yes. All right, friend. Oh, Lord, thank you so, so much uh, for all of the blessings that you've bestowed on us. God, I I thank you for, first and foremost, for desiring us, for loving us, for always wanting us, for never leaving us, no matter uh, what we've done, where we've been, what our past is. God, thank you for reminding us that we're not defined by that, um, that that is what the cross is for, that you choose every single one of us. We are all your children. God, I pray for anyone that's listening right now um, who may be struggling, whether that's you know, finances and can't provide for their family or, um, you know, they're in a situation within their business or, Lord, they're just lost and they're tired and they're lonely and they um, feel like they're in a desert or they're broken or they're shameful. Uh, God, I just pray right now that whoever's listening, God, that you meet them where they are and that they um, they accept you, that they give you a chance, God. If you are the last place that they've looked, God, I pray that right now um, they seek your son, they seek Jesus uh, and that you just meet them where they are. God, I thank you for the relationship, friendship between Carla and I. God, I mean, you you do have plans, and um, your plans thus far have been perfect, and they've been prominent. And God, I just pray um, over the two of us as we continue to lead and grow, and, and we lead others, God, that you just, that you guide us, that you give us wisdom and discernment, all things that we do, that you always ground us and remember that we come back to you. And uh, while, we, while we're human and we want to stray, God, I just pray that um, you always hold us back, that you, do, you just bring us back into who you are. God, I pray for each and every single client, agent, affiliate, whoever we encounter, that Carla and I and our team encounters, Lord, that we can just be a light to those people uh, and that they can see something different, that they can see you through us. And uh, for the times that we aren't perfect, God, I just ask for grace. And I pray for grace toward us and also for us to bestow onto others. Uh, God, I just pray that you continue to bless us and bring us the clients that um, that we're supposed to help. Uh, in Jesus' name we pray. Yes, Jesus, you are just so good. And we are so thankful that we have the opportunity to to work together and and to touch lives together. I pray that we always do that to glorify you. 
and that in everything we do and in every success that you give us, God, that we just turn around and we give it back to you in some way, in some form. I pray that, you know, you give us patience at times when we are eager and and wanting to know what's next. Help us to know always, God, that, that, you know, your hand is in our lives. This decision to be in this business together was formed by you. And help us to always open our ears, God, for your voice. Help us to discern it in the decisions we make daily in this business for the future of this business. And again, God, I just pray that through both of us, your light shines brightly as we have meetings with people daily, that they see the difference in us and that they want to know what that is, God. And we can fully and, and honestly say that it that it is you. So I pray over over us as we go out into this community. I pray for the community. I pray for the, the folks in it that do business with us, that we always have a pure heart and that we are always open to questions from them and that we can answer them. And, and we want all of us to be successful. I pray God over us today, moving on into the future. Again, we just glorify your name and all we do. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Faith in Business with Noreen. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Until next time.